Eh, Ah, what's my king? We just have to stay alive and do what we have to do to do so. Absolutely. So we'd let that we finally have you uh, on the radio today. Please remind oh, I'm us. I'm on the radio already. Yeah, I'm on the radio. I go to Bali, I go metro. Hi, Masjaba, how are you? I'm fantastic, and how are you? Great, thank you. Wonderful, thank you. Hey, what are you doing, man? It's African, Clint. It is African. Okay, you might as well, you might as well greet Lelo Mzatsa here, Masjaba. Lelo's in the studio as well. Good afternoon, Lelo. Hey, how are you doing? How are you doing? Very well, thank you so much. And good very, afternoon very good. to all the Radio 2000 listeners as well. Thank you. So, Mascha, please remind us of the application process and the criteria used to select uh, beneficiaries. And uh, it's a very difficult time for, for everybody, yeah. and more especially the athletes and, and artists, mm. specifically because ever since President Ramaphosa declared a national state of disaster on mm. Mm. Yeah, as a result of the regulations that have been put in place to slow down or at least curb the spread of the coronavirus, Mm. Mm. that the sectors would be the hardest hit. Because without being able to gather, without being able to host events, Mm. we've lost our income. How else are people going to make their money? And so it was with this in mind that Minister Natim Tetwa arranged to meet with the sectors. Mm. He met with both the sport and the arts and culture sector on the 17th of March, which is two days after the the president had declared the national state of disaster. And on the recommendation of the sectors, the minister then proceeded to set up teams immediately because it became quite apparent that an urgent intervention to provide relief was necessary and was desperately needed. And on the 25th of March, the minister then announced the 150 million rand relief fund for uh, athletes and for artists alike. And immediately we proceeded to, as a department, share that information through press statements, through the media, through social media networks, and uh, upload all the resources and the necessary tools that applicants would then need to apply, including application forms and uh, we stated what the criteria specifically was for application. And just to remind people of that, everyone was welcome to apply for relief funding as long as you met the criteria. On the arts and culture sector front, you, whether you were a DSAC-funded project, um, you would have to produce a, a memorandum of agreement to prove that you had already had an agreement from the department. Whether you were a non-DSAC-funded project, you would then likewise have to attach some type of confirmation of the fact that you've had cancelled events and that you were um, basically that you were impacted by the COVID-19, especially the the, the limitations of the lockdown, supporting documentation. And also we put out a project proposal for the use of online solutions um, in light of the fact that we're not allowed to to meet, we weren't allowed to to see each other. Um, And these would be concepts that uh, respond directly to the needs 
of the moment, from live streaming to podcasts, social media webinars, short animations, documentaries. And so the process of adjudication began for both sport and arts and culture after the deadline of 6 April. So you experienced a challenge processing artist applications. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what, what were the challenges? So firstly, we, the first to be adjudicated were, just to give some context, was mm. the sports sector. Yeah. Because we'd received over 300 applications. Now, this is quite different for the arts and culture sector because, as you know, with sport, it was relatively easier because um, athletes, you know, belong to federations and uh, federations would then apply for the athletes. But they'd have to prove uh, by giving us the, the details, the personal information of the athletes yes. to ensure that the money actually gets to the athletes. Okay. Now, with the arts and culture sector, because it's not as structured mm, um, mm. as the sporting sector, uh, although we do have national organizations um, that, that represent artists and in the film industry and, and, mm. and other sectors, subsectors of, of the arts and cultural side of things, but because we're responding mostly to individual applications, mm. Mm-hmm. you know yeah. that uh, in arts and culture, most of us are freelancers. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, so then as we went, and because remember, remember Glenn and Nati, that this is a new situation that we find ourselves in. The department created a new system for a new challenge that nobody had ever faced. So along the way, as and when there were glitches and challenges, we would fix them as we go. So some of the challenges that were experienced, of course, the minister has also taken ownership of that. He's acknowledged the fact that we had our own internal technical issues when people had made us aware that there was a problem with the email and also when artists would would, would cry and say that, but we, we don't have time because... You know, um, number one, we can't move around. Number two, we don't have access to, to resources. Places are closed. We can't get out of our homes. Not everyone has a printer to print out an mm, application mm, form. Mm. So in response to the pleas of artists, the minister then extended the deadline from the 4th of April to the 6th of April. Now, another challenge that we've met along the way, um, the minister has directly responded to, one of which the artist adjudication process has taken longer than any of us had anticipated. Mm. But in response to that, then what the department has done is we are in the process of beefing up the adjudication panel of the arts and culture sector. And the second most important thing for people to note is that there have been some, a lot um, of, and a significant amount of complaints from artists who say that they were rejected or received regret letters even though they met the deadline, and some say, but I attached a document, but, you know, I, I did provide supporting material. But there are a number of reasons why a person would not be recommended. And the issue of uh, the fact that there are 603 out of the total of 1,050 um, adjudicated applicants, 603 not recommended deeply concerns the minister. He's mm. not having that. And as a result, um, we are now, we've opened up an appeals process. I will share the email address where those who feel that actually they applied on time, mm-hmm. they provided supporting documentation. Some of the reasons for not being, um, for being referred back to the department for review include, for instance, documents that are stated as there but are missing, for instance. Now, that's something we can fix. And mm-hmm. something that uh, the general public and the industry need to know is that the minister is very empathetic towards artists and athletes alike, extremely so. This mm-hmm. worries him. And so he wants to make sure that artists receive their money as in yesterday. 
and um, the email address, can I give it to you now? Yeah, yes, give it to us now. Okay, so I'll give everybody a moment to get a pen. Yeah, I've got so pens. <laughs> there are two email addresses. I'll also share this on my social media platforms as yeah, well. Yeah, okay. So for those who say, I did apply, and I applied by the deadline of 6, of 6 April. However, I've been rejected for whatever the reason is, but they do have supporting documentation. Uh, the appeals process email addresses are appeals with an S, uh, plural appeals, yeah. COVID-19 at dac.gov.za. Okay. Another email address that you can use is appeal, singular, appeal COVID at dac.gov.za. Okay. And just a note to those who feel sidelined by the department, there is no preferential treatment. Anyone who meets the criteria is um, someone who is has been invited to apply, and if you feel that you can appeal, please do so. It doesn't it, matter. Is, is, is there going to be a second round of intake for applications? We need to wait for the adjudication process to be finalized because okay. remember that adjudication is ongoing. So those, for instance, who've already received their letters of regret and feel no, they want to contest it for the reasons that I've stipulated, would need to then respond in, in five working days of receiving the email. But right. that does not mean it ends there because the adjudication process is ongoing. There are still people who are going to be receiving um, emails, whether regret or success emails, along the way. But the moment you receive that email, please do appeal it immediately. And after the adjudication process, then the minister will advise because he, he wants to make sure that every single artist, every single athlete who qualifies gets this, this funding, this relief funding. Okay. However, we do have to uh, respect the processes and protocols and regulations. Uh, speaking about the relief funding, is it true that each beneficiary will get uh, 20,000 rand each? Well, from the sports side of things, that's how it has been worked out because the adjudication process has been finalized. Mm. And um, every athlete has received a 20,000 rand, their relief fund, right? And those who haven't will probably receive it by today, uh, by the end of today, as a matter of fact, every single athlete should have received it, but most have. Okay. With the outside of things, um, it really just depends on your application and what it is that you are uh, applying for. Okay. And we're not saying that people leave the different, but, you know, we're also not saying we're going to compensate you for your entire event or this is not payment, it's relief. But the cap, the maximum amount of money that artists can receive is 20000 rand. All right. Great chatting to you, Maschaba. Thank you so much for your insights. Thank you so much. I appreciate the platform. Excellent. There you go there. Maschaba there. And over there from a department spokesperson on Zenzito Superdrive. Mom's giving a applier. No, I did not. Is it? No. Yeah. No, I did not. Yeah. Why did you not? I hate documents. Eh? You actually had a valid reason because you had an entire gig. Yeah, I lost a lot of you money. You lost a lot of money. I lost a, ah, 20,000 is on. That's what I'm saying. You know, this thing, even if you'd spent <laughs> 4 million, you're still going to get 20,000 if yeah. your application goes through and it's successful. When you do events, you pay, you, you pay people in advance or you give them deposits. Yeah. Then so it's the it, venue, ima- then it's flyers. Imagine where yeah, you spend money. And you know what? You can never get your money back when you've done flyers because they're already in the streets. Yeah. Gosh. You've booked the venue. 
You spend, say, for instance, 250,000 rand, mm-hmm. and you'll, you'll get 20,000. Mm. Imagine now having a whole like concert of sorts, and you've lost because there's mm. no festivals, there's no concerts, and you spend so much money on it. But there are things there that still have shelf life that you can sell after the lockdown. It's true. Very true. I'm telling you, before I lose a temp. In two, I'm nice with two.